morning, I just got one scripture from two different books. One scripture from two different books. And Angela, if you can go to the book of Mark 15 and verse number 23, 21. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. Now can you go to the book of Luke, chapter 23? And as the soldiers led him away, they see Simon from Cyrene, was on his way from the country, and put the cross on him, and made it, made him carry it behind Jesus. Uh, just one scripture. So I'm not going to be long, am I right? Just one scripture. Uh, uh, so I don't intend to be long. Okay? And just know that that's my first slide that I spoke to you. Uh, I think about last week I preached to you and I said to you last week about the prophet that had died and his family were in debt. I spoke to you about the creditors come to take away his two sons. And I said to you that something had to die in our lives so that God can bring us into a place that he wants us to be. And so when the preacher died, when the preacher died, how many of you realize that there was a business opportunity waiting ahead of her until she called herself a servant and if she could obey God behind closed doors, then God has rewarded her openly. Have you seen that scripture last week? Well, child of God, I think about that preacher died, but I'm also reminded on this morning that 2,000 years ago, a preacher died on Golgotha that his family can live a debt-free life. Hallelujah. I'm reminded 2,000 years ago that a preacher died on Calvary that his family can have new opportunities. That his family can be blessed. That his family can be redeemed from every curse. This morning as I speak about Simon. As Simon was, was coming. If you look at geography. That Simon had come from Cyrene. Way Cyrene. Cyrene, Cyrene. Is from Libya. Where is Libya? Libya is the north of Africa. And so he's going to Jerusalem. He's not a black man. He's a Jew that was put in exile 300 years prior to this year. And so Simon is traveling to Jerusalem. For the feast of Passover that was going to be celebrated. Simon must have walked, traveled 
plus minus 21 to 25 hours to come to Jerusalem. And as Simon had come from, from Africa, he had come to Jerusalem. I want you to know that Jesus was not in the itinerary of Simon. He never had the thought that on this day I'm going to Jerusalem, I am going to meet with the Savior. But he's going for the Passover. He's going for the Passover. And as he is going for the Passover, you must realize that Jerusalem is now crowded with spectators, with people that are angry, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the high priests, the centurions, they're all angry with Jesus and they want to see Jesus crucified. My question this morning to you this morning, that how come they never chose one from around them and compelled them to assist Jesus. But here is a man, he says, he was a father. He was a father of, of, of Alexandra and Rufus. He was a father. Bible says that they seized Simon. They got out of Simon. The one translation, uh, Andrew, can you go back to Mark 15? The, in the book of Mark, that says, they compelled him. They compelled him. And uh, it says, they forced him. They forced him to, to, to carry the cross. In other words, Simon, entire journey, was interrupted by the Roman soldiers to help somebody that's suffering. I don't know about you, but I look at this year that my life was interrupted some years ago to help somebody. That's why we have this church that's called Word Changing Life Ministry. Over the years, I don't know the number of people that I've helped. Hallelujah. There are people that are sitting in this church that know that of how I helped you in your life. Amen. There are people, if you can say amen, hallelujah, that I know I'm talking to the right people. But let me tell you something, child of God, when your life is interrupted, hallelujah, when you have come from a short journey and your life is interrupted, hallelujah, to help somebody in their suffering, hallelujah. I want you to know that God has interrupted my life some years ago to help somebody that when Simon was forced, the cross was not an easy part. It was not an easy part. It's a cross where you are. We used to have a cross here. I don't know whether we still got it. We don't have it. 
But do we have tomato sauce here? Do we have tomato sauce? And maybe just a, a, a wooden plank or something. I want you to hear this here. That Simon's, that Simon, Simon's life was interrupted. My life was interrupted some years ago. I never knew over the years that as I got on my journey, that God will interrupt my life. Hallelujah. Oh, I had no, I did not have this on my itinerary. itinerary. As a matter of fact, I never thought I was good enough in my entire life. I never thought I was good enough. But God saw something upon my life that he interrupted my life. And he knew that someday that he's going to use me to help somebody that's suffering. Amen. He's going to use me someday. I don't know about you, child of God, as God has me interrupted your life to help somebody else or you are or you are so caught up in yourself that you're not willing to help anybody and when you do help somebody Basi, you want to count the cost what i did for you i want to count the cost but i look at this man here i look at this man here and the bible says the bible says he was forced in other words it was not a willing thing. He was forced into it. He was forced into it. Child of God, I don't know, but my family can bear witness to this year. They were forced into church. They were forced into standing together in the church. They were forced. Church can break you down. Church can kill you. You may never know this year. Church can hurt you. Church can destroy you. I mean, church almost destroyed my family. Amen destroyed us and i'm telling you something it's been a hard road walking in church and i want you to know that i said to the workers this morning i don't know the thousand of times that i want you to quit church because even this weekend i tell you something i just want to quit I felt like phoning Sunil and Chris and saying, guys, I can't do this anymore. I just want to quit and walk away. It has not been a easy road, but God has chosen me. Hallelujah. I think to myself, what went on with the Roman soldier? It had to be a divine appointment that God moved upon the Roman soldier and say, get hold of Simon. Hallelujah. I want Simon to carry this cross. I don't know who's God going to move upon your life. That God's going to move upon somebody and force them into your place of victory. And you'll know why I'm saying to your place of victory. You may not know this right now, but you'll know it later that you'll be forced. I believe that God will move upon somebody. He moved upon a Roman soldier. Here was Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus was carrying the cross on the street. Uh, that's called. Uh, that is called. It's called Via Dolorosa. Via Dolorosa is a main market. Historians have proven out that Via Dolorosa is a main market street for Jerusalem. Where most of the businesses have been uh, conducted on this street. Hear me, somebody, can you please pay attention to me? Stop drawing too much attention right now. I want you to hear this here. It's been the main market street. And hear me this morning, child of God. 
Can I talk to somebody? Can I talk to somebody? Jesus Christ had already been beaten. You must realize that the crown of thorns was upon his head. He has been worked 39 times. He was in a bloody mess. Can I tell you something? Can I show you something this morning? And he's walking through the street that's called Via Dolorosa. In other words, Via Dolorosa is the main market street for the country's success. And he's walking, hear me? He's carrying the cross with the blood upon his life into the market street. I want you to know this morning, the blood of Jesus is already in the marketplace for your life. Hey, can you please say amen? Act like you are alive, not a dead church. Act like I'm preaching to dead people. He carried it. The amazing part, hear me, the amazing part that the street called Via Dolorosa the amazing part, the meaning of it in the Greek is it is a street of sorrow. Could you imagine this here? I want you to hear this here. The marketplace, and you all know this. Businessmen don't keep quiet in this church. You know the marketplace is a place of sorrow. Come on. But the Savior walked to the place of sorrow. Can I call some way people in this church? You know I'm preaching well. You know I'm preaching good. Amen. Come on, he walked, he's gone in the place of sorrow. It, the economy may be bad, but he's walked through the place of sorrow. Hallelujah. In that marketplace, amen. Somebody hear me this morning. Even it was called the state of sorrow. Oh, and yeah, a bloody mess. I said to you, hear me this morning. His body was in the blood, in the blood. Can you get me a towel and you can wipe it out or wash it later? His body was in a bloody mess. Amen. He's walking through with the cross. In other words, let me tell you something that there's blood all over in the marketplace. I want you to know there's power in the blood, there's victory in the blood. There's why, yes, somebody hear me. There's a blood going through in a place of sorrow. There's a blood of Jesus Christ in the place of sorrow. Somebody hear me. He's in a bloody mess. What's happening, child of God? What's happening in the marketplace? See some of you, does not tell us. See some of you just sit in church and you act like there's no life in you. See the word of God is life. The disciple says, he says, who then shall we follow? For you alone have the, the words of life. You sit in church like you are dead. Say amen at least. Because at least you're bringing life into you. Amen. When you agree with somebody and, and they say amen, you are saying so be it. Amen. In other words, you're accepting life in you this morning. You want a miracle, accept life in you this morning. You want peace, accept some life in you. You want restoration, accept some life in you. The blood was going through the street of sorrow, the marketplace, and there's power in the blood. Somebody says, there's power in the blood, in the marketplace for your life. There's power in the blood, in your workplace. Amen. There's power in the blood the blood of Jesus is dripping what I said the blood of Jesus is dripping Bible says he was going to Pastor Charlton, 
Bible says that the blood was dripping in the marketplace. As Jesus began to walk through, there was power in the blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Uh, said nothing but the blood of Jesus. How many of you hear me this morning? I said there's, there's victory in the blood of Jesus Christ. Demons tremble and they flee. Come on, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine those demons in the marketplace? That's disrupting and calling a street of sorrow. When the blood of Jesus Christ was dripping, hallelujah. In the marketplace, those demons in the marketplace began to flee. I'm, yes, sir. can I talk to somebody? Can I talk to somebody? Sit your hands. Like nothing is holding you back right now. You know you need a blessing. You know you need a miracle. I said you know that. Hallelujah. Come on. You know you need something. Doesn't matter what you hate Joel. You got, but you know you need something from God. Hallelujah. Why don't you just interact with God's word this morning? Say, yes, Lord, I need this breakthrough in my life. Yes, I want to share this ship. Hey, a man that did not have Jesus on his itinerary, hallelujah, was compelled. I don't know how many hours of journey. I don't know what's your journey being like. And maybe you had a focus. Hear me right now. Hear me right now. You had a focus. That's what I'm going to. But all of a sudden, your life was entered. Interrupted. You was know the worst part about this interruption? Do you want to know what's the worst part? He was on his way to the journey to the Passover. But the law says, the law says, don't forget this here. The law says, cursed is any man that carries the tree. So now, watch Shakira. He was on his way to the Passover, interrupted by a Roman soldier. It was not his call to go and carry the cross, but it was fall. Now, because he carried this cross, cursed the man, he was now banned from the Passover. Now I talk to people right now. Deuteronomy 29 says, curse the man. What happened, child? It was not his fault. He was banned from a feast. He was banned from a celebration. What I said, he was banned. It was but not his fault. It was never his fault. The Bible says he's coming with his two sons. Clearly, out of the whole Testament and the New Testament, out of all of the books in the Bible, I want you to hear this here. This man only gets one verse. One verse. But yet, hear me this morning, he has such an important part to play in this, on this day. On the day that Jesus was crucified. He has such an important part. Child of God. The Bible clearly says. Bible clearly says he had two sons. And the names were. He was the father of Alexandra and Rufus. And the Bible says they were passing by. The one translation says they were passing by on his way in. The other translation says they were passing by on their way out. See, I don't know you, child of God. You may be coming in or you may be going out. But I got news for you. Hear me this morning. Even though he was forced, you say, uh, even though he was forced, he was he never knowing that he was forced into a place of victory. People on Zoom, can you hear me this morning? Don't mess us up because this is such an important part. Titus, are you willing to get dirty? 
Are you willing to get dirty? Yeah. Hear me. Hear me this morning. Hear me this morning. Everybody, listen to me. I said, come on, Sanya. He was passing by, right? Whether he was coming in or going out, he was forced in the place. Simon never knew this year. And you'll, you, I'm going to say something that's going to be very, very powerful. And hopefully you'll catch it and make some noise in this church. Simon was forced. He never had this, but yet he was, he was banned from the Passover. They would not allow him the Passover. But yet Simon never knew he's going to be part of victory. Am I right? I said, what Simon's going to be part of? He's going to be part of victory. Am I right? You're going to tell me where you know about that, Pastor. Come, 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 come. Move a little bit. Let me show you. Put somewhere. They bought this especially for me. Right. This is going to be part of victory. Can I talk to people right now? Simon, this is who? Jesus Christ. Now it's put on to who? Simon. Hold it, Simon. Put your hands here. Watch this here. Turn around. The blood that was from Jesus Christ is now going upon Simon that nobody prepared themselves for. Can I talk to two or three people in this place here? This power in the blood. You may be forced into something, but I want you to know there's the blood that's going to be transferred. Hallelujah. It's the blood. I said it's the blood. It's the blood. Hallelujah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, Simon never knew that when he's forced and when God moved upon his life, Minister Chris, upon the Roman soldiers, get that man there. Simon says, what is this? But he never knew he's going to be holding victory in his hand. Come on, child of God. Hallelujah. When your life is interrupted to help somebody, I got to call upon your life this morning that God will bring you into a place of victory. Hallelujah. I said when your life is interrupted, oh, to help Jesus Christ that was suffering. Thank you, son. I'm sorry I messed you up. I said when your life is interrupted to help somebody, to help somebody, I want you to know the body. You see, over the years that I am a pastor, there's one thing I know, that we are all the body of Jesus Christ. When your life is interrupted, when your life is interrupted to help somebody, come on, you're helping the body of Christ. When you help the body of Christ, come on, can I talk to two or three people? You're helping God, hallelujah. So when he was interrupted, hallelujah, he never knew, I'm taking on the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, child of God, how many of you would love to be in Simon's place and say, wow, I never saw it, that victory was coming in my direction. Can I talk to somebody here this morning? Can I talk to somebody this morning? I was forced into this, but I've got victory upon my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When your life is interrupted, hallelujah. When your life is interrupted by God, I want you to know he's repositioning you. Hallelujah. I said God is repositioning you. Hallelujah. For victory. Hallelujah. I want you to know, can you believe it? The street of sorrow became Simon's 
place of victory. Why? He said to me, why, pastor? Just by holding the cross that had the blood of Jesus Christ on it. This morning, there's power in the blood. I said, there's power in the blood. You say to me, pastor, what power that's in the blood? It's wonder-working power. Hallelujah. I said, what can make me whole again? I said, what can make you whole again? This power, power, wonder-working power. Hallelujah. In the blood of Jesus. Child of God, Simon may have been forced. But look at the blood. It never go on the Roman soldiers. It never went on to the disciples. It never went on the Pharisees or the Sadducees. But it went on a man that's been on a long journey. Tell me somebody in this church, how many of you, your journey seems to be so long. But more on God is right now reminding you, I'm about to interrupt your life. Hallelujah. I'm about to move upon the Roman soldier. A ungodly man. Can I get a victory? Somebody that's ungodly. Hallelujah. And say, oh, I want Simon. Moved upon Roman, upon the Romans. I want Simon. I want Simon to be a part of what I'm doing on this road of sorrow. Can I talk to somebody? Your, your journey has been so long and you've come to a road of sorrow. But God is going to move upon somebody that is going to say, I want you to be part of my life. I believe that there's a mighty God. There's a mighty God that's going to move in this time. I'm speaking life where there's death. Come on, child. You never heard anything of this sort. One scripture, one verse, but look at the amount of resources that's in the one scripture. Hallelujah. I'm telling you something, child of God. Can I make you? Can I tell you something? Can you tell us summary this morning? Internal summary this morning. Say, say, Pastor. Say, say, say to you, summary. Has this given me the, 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 the anointing to be a prophet? Some say, say, I just got the anointing to be a prophet. So. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, same to the same person. Say the same person. Don't judge me. I'm prophesying to you. Don't judge me. Because I may be in a place of sorrow. But victory is lying in store for me. Uh, please, before you go and start prophesying, everybody, I take back that prophet's anointing. Come on. Tell me this morning. The Bible says. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father, he was a Jew. He's got a Jewish name. He's from Jerusalem. He had left. His family has been, had been put in exile 300 years ago. And all of a sudden, this man is taking his two sons. His two sons. I said to you last week that the woman had two sons. Two sons. Yeah, I find out this week here, again, 
Simon's got two sons. Two sons. I could only imagine the sons, Alexander and Rufus, when they saw the Roman soldiers getting hold of the father, they grabbed him. Carry this cross. I could only imagine what went through the mind of the two sons. I could only imagine when the creditors came to take away this woman's two sons. What was going in their mind. I cannot take this away. We are going to become slaves. We are going to become slaves. If I ask you a question. If you saw me being beaten up. By Brother Babs. I'm in a bloody mess. Marcus and Brother Babs got together. They hit me so badly. I'm full of blood. Can I ask you a question? And all of a sudden they grab, grab you. What will go in your mind? They're going to do what they did to me. I thought to myself, what is going on in the mind of Alexandra? What is going on in the mind of, of the woman, the creditor's son? We're going to become slaves. But yet, before both the creditors, before the woman, and before Simon, God has victory. Amen. This morning, I don't know what's going on in your mind in this pandemic. But can you believe this morning that there's victory in store for you? Amen. You may be on the road of sorrow because of this pandemic. Can I talk to two or three people in this church? Hallelujah. You may be on the road of sorrow, but can you believe this morning? It may be. Can you look at the similarities? The woman was on the road of sorrow because... She had to go to the prophet. Jesus is on the road. Sorrow, so Simon was pulled and took together his two sons. Can you hear me? God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Child of God, I don't think so. There's one person in this church can tell me that you'll never be on the road of sorrow in this one year of this pandemic. Come on, child of God. But I have a good news this morning. Because of this Passover, hallelujah. Because of the blood of Jesus being dripping on the street of the main street that's in Jerusalem. All oh, that is a marketplace, hallelujah. There's power in the blood, hallelujah. And this morning, because of the blood of Jesus, Jesus dying on Calvary. That's what this day reminds me about. Jesus dying on Calvary, shedding his blood. I've got news for this people and everyone that listen to me. You may be on a road of sorrow, but victory! 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 You believe that this morning? How many of you believe that this morning? If you really believe it this morning, then give God a clap offering. 